Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for October 1st, 2021. I can't believe it's October already. October 1st, 2021. All year, we've been learning to level up. We've been leveling up our lives. I actually wrote a book about it. You should get the book if you haven't read it yet. But I'm talking about leveling up. This is a season of new levels for us where we can level up in every area, every facet, every aspect of our lives. I'm teaching a series right now entitled God is Faithful. I want you to know that even when bad things happen to good people, God is still faithful. Great is God's faithfulness. God God is not shifted. God is not moved. God is still God. God is still sitting on the circle of the earth. No matter what happens to you, God is, is faithful. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. He will never turn his back on you. And so he is more committed to you than you're committed to you. Glory to God. Thank you, Father, for your faithfulness. God is faithful. I want you to open up your heart to the faithfulness of God. Open up your heart to receive everything God has for you in this season. God is faithful. All right, so that said, now let's get into the word uh, for this morning. I've been teaching a series inside of the series uh, entitled, You Can Withstand and Overcome Anything. I want you to know that. I want you, I want you to know, this is part 14, that you can withstand and overcome anything, that there's nothing that you can't do, that, that I want you to know that God is still on you and in you and with you and for you. And even when attacks come, even when the pressure is on you, you can withstand and overcome anything. This is part 14 uh, of this series. And uh, the title of today's message is your words are telling on you when you're going through something, even when you're not going through something, your words are telling on you. I'm telling you that your words are telling on you. So let's talk about it. So this is uh second Corinthians chapter four. We've been looking at this passage for a while. Let's go back to it again today. And I keep reading these scriptures for you because you got to get this down in your heart. Second Corinthians chapter four, uh, beginning at verse one, the Bible says, now it's because of God's mercy that we have been entrusted with this privilege of a new covenant ministry. And we will not faint or quit, right? We're not going to quit. And we're not going to faint with weariness. Verse seven, we are like common clay jars that carry around this glorious treasure on the inside so that the immeasurable power that is manifested through our lives can be seen as God's and not ours. Verse eight, though we experience every kind of pressure, we are not crushed. At times, we don't even know what to do, but the text says quitting is not an option. We are persecuted by others, but God has not forsaken us. We may be knocked down, but we are not knocked out. We are continually sharing in the death of Jesus in our own bodies so that the life of Jesus can be revealed through our humanity. We consider living to mean that we're constantly being handed over to death for Jesus' sake, but it's so that the life of Jesus, so that people can see the life of Jesus through our own humanity. So then death is at work in us, but watch this. It is working something for us. Death is at work in us, but it's relief releasing life in you. And so verse 13, we have the same spirit of faith. Here we go. We have the same spirit of faith that was described in the scriptures when it says, first, I believe, then I spoke in faith. So we also believe, then we speak in faith. That's what I've been on. I've been stuck on that verse for a while. Verse 16 says, so no wonder we don't give up for even though our outward man 
is wearing out gradually. Our inner man is being renewed every single day. And we view our slight, short-lived troubles. We view it in the light of eternity. We we see our difficulties as the substance that is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, which is beyond all comparison because we are not focusing our attention on the seen. We are focusing our attention on the unseen for the seen is temporary subject to change, but the unseen is eternal. I want to add something that Jesus said in Luke chapter six to today's message, and then we'll get into it. So Luke, uh, Jesus said this in Luke six, 43 to 45. A good tree cannot produce bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot produce good fruit. You can tell what a tree is by the fruit that it produces. You cannot pick figs or grapes from thorn bushes. So good people do good things because of the good that's in their heart. Bad people do bad things because of the evil that's in their heart. And then he said this, and this whole message is about this. Your words show what's in your heart. Your words are telling on you. Your words are telling on you. So what does this mean for you today uh, about the importance of your words and your words are telling on you? I have three things to share with you on this Friday morning. As I get into these three things, I want you to open up your heart to receive. This is a really important message. Your words are telling on you three things. Number one, here we go. So trees produce fruit. Humans produce words and actions, right? Trees produce fruit. And as humans, we produce words and actions. So when you look at what Jesus said in Luke chapter six, and you read it and you read it uh, prayerfully and you read it carefully, you see that Jesus is making not only a direct connection between the words a person speaks and the fruit that is produced from their lives, but he's also making a direct connection between the words that a person speaks and who they are, right? So there's a direct connection between like your words and you, you and your words, your words and you. And so this is really important because your words are not only telling on you, but your words are you. And I'm going to flow with that. I'm going to deal with that here in a minute. So just like we identify a, a tree by the fruit that it produces. Okay, let me, let me say it this way. Let's say I walk up to a fruit, a, a tree in the Dominican Republic, we would say, hey, what kind of tree is that? Well, let me see what kind of fruit is producing, right? So if you walk up to an apple tree, how do you know that it's an apple tree? Because it produces apples. And so since it's producing apples, we identify it by the fruit that it produces. We identify it as an apple tree because it produced apples. We would identify it as a mango tree because, oh man, I'm now I'm thinking about the Dominican Republic when I said mango tree. But anyway, we identify it as a mango tree because it produces mangoes, right? But an apple tree can't produce mangoes and a mango tree can't produce apples, right? You, you can only produce what you are. So Jesus said that we are going to be identified or known by the fruit that we produce. So in Luke 6, Jesus is talking about words. And he says, okay, well, just like trees produce fruit, we produce words, just like trees are identified by their fruit. We are identified by our words. And so the quality of the fruit is a direct reflection of the makeup of the tree. And it, the same holds true for us. So Jesus taught that a good tree, watch this, this is Jesus speaking, not me. A good tree is incapable of producing bad fruit, incapable of producing bad fruit. And then he says that a bad tree is incapable of producing good fruit. 
Why? Because the quality of the fruit is a direct representation of the composition or the makeup of the tree. Let me say that again. The quality of the fruit is a reflection of the, the content or the makeup of the tree. And this is how it is with you. This is how it is with your words. This is how it is with me. Jesus said, your words show what's in your heart. In the King James, it says, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So the point is that the quality and the type of your words are a direct reflection or an indication of the content and the quality of your heart. So what's coming out of here is telling me what's going on down inside of here. Why? Because your heart is a reservoir. So your heart is like your internal deposit. And what's in you abundantly has to come out of you eventually. And I'm, I'm teaching on this. And so when I first got saved, I used to curse all the time. And, and But when I first got born again, I didn't curse for like two days. And I thought that was amazing. I was like, oh man, I'm different. And then a curse word came out. Why? Because it was in there, right? I mean, what's in you abundantly has to come out of you eventually. And so for me to change what was coming out, I had to change what was going in. I, I'm going to deal with it. I'm building my case. Number two, you and your words are one. I want you to know that. You are your words and your words are you and you and your words are one. Jesus put so much emphasis on the importance of our words. Why? Because he understood what I'm about to say. So let me say this, and, I, and I, I have to go back to the whole words of prayer, words of faith. I do a teaching entitled Words of Prayer, Words of Faith. Words of Prayer, Words of Faith. You can't pray words of faith in the morning, like prayer, a prayer of faith in the morning, and then speak words of fear and doubt and unbelief all day long and think that your prayers are going to be answered because you're literally canceling out your prayer with your words. So your words of prayer have to be followed with words of faith, right? You got, this is why I tell you all the time, if you listen to me long enough, speak the word only, right? Allow no corrupt communication to proceed from out of your mouth. Speak with the word only. Speak things that align with God. Speak things that align with God's word. And then the text that we've been studying, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13, when we believe the word of God and then we speak what we believe, now we have words of faith. And if we already prayed words of prayer in faith and now we're reinforcing it with words of faith all day long, now we're reinforcing our prayer and we are going to have whatsoever we say. Now, think about this for a minute. You know God because he gave you words. Let me let this sink in for a minute. You know God because of his word. You only know God because of the word that he gave you in the 66 books of the Bible, plus the words that he has spoken to you through the Holy Spirit or through a prophet or something like that, right? So you only know God through his words. And of course, you know, and even experiences have come as a, as a manifestation of what God has spoken to you. So you know God through his words. If you never had words from God, you wouldn't know God. Now, you know God to the level that you know God because of the level of word that you have from God. So the more you, the more word of God you know, the more you know the word of God, the more you're going to know the God of the word. But if you don't know the word of God, you're not going to know the God of the word, right? I mean, it's, it's really that simple. So you are knowing God through your words, through his words to you. In a like fashion, people know you because of your words. Now, there are people all over the world that get today's word. There are people all, all over the world that watch me live or that get the email. So the vast majority of people that get today's word don't know me, like have never met me personally. But how do they know me? They know me through my words. They know me through the words that I speak. So they know Rick Pina 
through my words. And really, and so, so me and my words are one. And so, so my words are just as much me as I am myself. And God is the same way. His God's word is just as much God as, as God himself. And so my words are birthed out of the reservoir of my heart. My words are an outward expression of the internal content and the condition of my heart. Therefore, I cannot separate myself from my words. I cannot separate my words from me and neither can you. You and your words are one. Me and my words are one. In John 1 and 1, the Bible says, in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. You can't separate God from his word. God and his word are one. The word is God. God is the word. You know what I'm saying? That Jesus was the word made manifest. Jesus was the word in the flesh. And so you can't separate yourself from your words. God and his word are one. You and your words are one. And so this is why your words are so important. It, I told you yesterday that faith is voice activated. And so when you believe the word of God, when you believe what God is speaking to you, when you believe what God is speaking to you about your family, your career, your finances, your business, and you open up your mouth and you say what you believe, right? Then Jesus is like, you're going to have whatsoever you say. You, when you open up your mouth and you say out loud, what you believe and you're saying it in faith and his voice activated. And, and it doesn't matter to you that what you're seeing with these eyes doesn't line up with what you're saying with your lips because you're saying what you believe in your heart. And you know, it's only a matter of time before you see in your hands, what you have already seen in your heart. And so you're saying it from a believing heart. You know that you're going to have whatsoever you say. And so, and when you say that, watch this, then angels move. The Bible says in Psalms 103 and 20, that angels hearken to the voice of the word. And so when you give the word voice in the earth, and it's your voice, but it's God's word, glory to God. And so you give the word voice, angels move. When you give the word voice, heaven releases, you know? And, and so faith is voice activated. You need to open up your mouth and say some stuff. You need to say what you believe. And this is how we can withstand and overcome anything. Part of it is saying, what we believe. Part of it is opening up our mouths and aligning our lips with the word of God, allowing the abundance of our heart to flow from out of our mouths. But if all you're speaking is fear and doubt and unbelief, then I know what's in your heart because your words are telling on you. Number three, your words are telling everyone on the outside what is going on on the inside of you. So, so watch this. Your words are telling everybody outside of you what is going on inside of you, right? You got to get that down in your heart. You got to really believe what I'm saying. So your words are telling on you. Your, the words that you speak are a litmus test for the condition of your heart. Daily, your words are telling everybody what you believe. Your, your words are telling everybody because you're exposing to people the condition of your heart when, when you open up your mouth. See, faith has a language. When I listen to somebody, it doesn't take me long at all to know whether or not this is a person of faith because faith has a language. I can hear faith. I can also hear fear, doubt, and unbelief. So when somebody's going through something and, and, and the whole church is praying for him, uh, him or her, and, and then I talk to him and, and I'm saying, hey, what's going on? I can tell right away whether or not this person is in faith or not. You know what I'm saying? So we're all praying, but guess what? Nobody's words have more uh, authority over your own life than your own words. So if we're all praying for you, but you're speaking fear, doubt, and unbelief, if we're all building you up, but you're speaking death over your own body, 
it's going to be difficult for the glory of God to be manifested because you are canceling out our prayers with your own words. And so I can listen. I can hear faith. Faith, you can hear it. I can hear faith. I can also hear fear. I can hear faith. I can also hear doubt. And so, so your words are telling on you. Your words are telling us what's going on inside of your heart. So if you don't like the message that your words are portraying about you, then you have to change. You're like, okay, well, Rick, how do I change? Okay, cool. I'm glad you asked, right? The only way to change what's coming out of you is to change what's going in you, right? Because out of, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth speaks. It's like this. Like if you take a sponge and you put pressure, like when the pressure is on, whatever's in you is going to come out of you, right? And so when the, I, I remember... If, let me say it this way. If you walk around your house in the middle of the night and it's dark, or let's say you're in a hotel and, and you stump your baby toe, like, ooh, like, you know, that thing hurts, right? And you hit your baby toe. When, if something comes out that you didn't like, they're like, oh, where did that come from? Well, you know where it came from. You put it in there, right? It can't come out if you didn't put it in. And so, so the only way to change what's coming out is to change what's going in because your heart is a reservoir. Your heart is a deposit. That's why I tell you all the time that your, your eyes are a gate and your ears are a gate. So whatever you allow through your eye gate gets down in your heart. Whatever you allow through your ear gate gets down in your heart. I remember I was staying uh, with my cousin one time. Uh, uh, and we were watching a movie and there was so much cursing in the movie. And I was like, yeah, I'm good, man. I, 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 you could keep watching. I'm gonna walk away. And so, and, uh, he was like, really primo, what, what's going on? And I was like, so he was like, I said, no, man, I can't allow that to keep coming down in my heart. It was like, oh, well, you know, it's innocent. Yeah. But you might think it's innocent, but the problem is that it's getting down in your heart. And the more trash you get down in your heart, eventually that thing is going to have to come out because what's in you abundantly is going to come out of you eventually. And so you can't allow stuff to go through your eye gate and your ear gate and think that it's not going to get down in your heart. But conversely, if you if you change your input and you fill your heart with good things, oh, glory to God, and you you allow the word of God to go through your eye gate, you allow the word of God to go, to go through your ear gate and you fill up your heart with the word of God, then it's going to change your heart's content and quality and condition. And once you change what's in your heart, you're going to change the quality of your words, right? So once you change the input, you're going to change the output. And so once you listen to the word of God long enough, if you believe it, you receive it, you meditate on it, you medicate on it, you're going to speak the word only. But that's only going to happen when you change what's going in. To change what's going out, you have to change what's going in. But the good news is that change is possible. So you can renew your mind. Watch this. You can renew your mind by filling up your heart with the word of God. If you get the word of God consistently, consistently through your eye gate, that's, this is why I do today's word five days a week. You get the word of God consistently through your eye gate, through your ear gate. Guess what? It's going to get down in your heart. And once it's down in your heart and you meditate and you medicate on it day and night, then it's going to change the way you think. And once you change the way you think to line up with God, guess what's going to happen? You're going to change the way you speak. And once you change the way you speak and the way you think to line up with God, guess what? You're going to change your actions, right? And so, because at that point, you've already changed the content and the quality of your heart. Now you're changing your words and now it's changing your actions. And once you have changed the way you think and the way you speak and the way you act to line up with God, then doggone it, you've already changed. You're a new man. You're a new woman. You are brand new. Why? Because you're speaking the word only. And, and, and what's happening is your words are telling everybody and you what's going on on the inside 
of your heart. So you get to the point where you never allow a negative word. I don't speak anything negative over my family, my children, my finances, my career, my body. We don't speak any negative words around here. No, no, the devil is a liar and Jesus is the Messiah. And so, so if somebody says something negative around me, especially about, you know, uh, they say something that doesn't line up with what we're praying. I'm like, Hey, that's your confession. I believe it's coming to pass. Oh no, I didn't. I didn't mean that. I didn't, then don't say it. It, it. Don't if you don't mean it, don't say it. Let's change what what you're gonna say. You, for you to change what you're gonna receive, you gotta change what you speak. You gotta get to the point where you speak the word only. Well, you got to get to the point where you are filling up your heart with the word of God, where you are lining your lips with the word of God, where you're speaking life and not death and blessing and not cursing, where you get up in the morning and say, Father, I thank you. I thank you for making me who I, as Jesus is, so am I in this world. I believe what you believe about me. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm above only and not beneath. I'm the winner, not the loser. I'm the victor and never the victim. I come out on top. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. What? Glory to God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, speak what God speaks over you. And then you, you got to get this down in your heart. Speak the word only. Your words are telling on you. Let's close this message with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Say, Father, this is a season of leveling up for me. I know my words flow out of the abundance of my heart. My heart is filled with what I see and what I listen to. So from this day forward, I declare that I will check my input to ensure that I'm filling my heart with good things. As I fill my heart with good things, things that are pleasing to you, my words will expose the condition of my heart. My words will be words of blessing and not cursing. Words that help, not hurt. Good words and not evil. I speak success and not failure. Once my input is pure and my heart is right and my words are righteous, I cannot help but be blessed. My words support my prayers and I never cancel them out. I change my life by speaking the word only. Greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you want my notes, don't you want these notes? You get them for free. Go to todaysword.org. Click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. Don't go yet. Don't go yet. I need to show you something real quick before you go. I know it's Friday morning. So on Fridays, I like to talk to you about our ministry and you know subscribe to the YouTube channel, that kind of thing. Let me just share my screen real quick. I don't want you to go. So um, our school in the Dominican Republic is coming along. We're, we're done with the first floor. We still need to finish the second floor. So this is the first floor. Uh, th that's the gate, obviously. Um, uh, let me change this. So, all right. So let me show you some pictures real quick. Uh, we're super excited about this thing. Um, we cleaned out the land. We're going to have students next week. We get back. We're going to get desks installed today. Whiteboards installed today. Oh, there we go. That's a good picture right there. Um, so we're going to get a bunch of things installed today and we still have to finish the second floor. So let me just pause right here and, and say this. Listen. This is a blessed project. We're going to give these children a hot meal every day. 
uh, we're doing this, and then we're going to build a church as well. So if you want to be part of this, uh, if you want to get in on this, go to ripministries.org, click on the donate button and make a donation. All the donations in the United States are tax deductible. Um, this is, listen, I know that this is a blessed project and it's going to get done, but, um, but you might want to be part of it, right? So as you sow into this ministry, you become a partaker uh, uh, of the grace that's on our ministry and uh, you get to partner with us and we get to partner with you. And so if this is something that God placed on your heart, partner with us. Let's be a blessing to these children. Listen, I love you. God loves you more. Uh, go into this weekend knowing that your words are telling on you. So please speak the word only. I love you. Have an amazing weekend. I'll see you on Monday morning. God bless you.